0: For the love of Dallas, building empowered communities by highlighting those who donate their most precious resource, time. Welcome to the show for the love of Dallas. And I couldn't be more honored and more excited to have someone on the show who just epitomizes the Dallas area right? He is an overcomer, he's an achiever, and he has had anything but an easy life. Um, He's been thrown an obstacle that he uh, continues to overcome every day, and in his words, finds the way. So I would like to welcome to the show Corey Borner, who has just been inspiring youth all the way to professional athletes for some time so thanks for coming on the show
1: thanks for having me
0: yes so how i would like to dive in because you have the most beautiful testimony i've heard in a long time and i believe that god gives us testimonies to share not to keep ourselves and you've certainly been doing that so um i'd love to just get into your story i don't even want to frame it because i want you to tell me where where do you want to start where did it start for you
1: well, it started uh, May 6, 2009. And it's a regular day, sophomore. I told mom I would be home with football practice over with. So getting up, getting dressed, she started running down the stairs real fast. Because I was already <laughs> late for the bus. And I was on my way to the bus and I left something. So I had to come back in the room, in the house, and get what I needed. So my last words hear my mom say if you missed that bus, I'm not taking you to school.
0: Oh, no, that's not good words. So
1: I got what I needed. I made it to the bus. Thank God I did. Make sure you come home after practice. I said, okay, mama, I will. So practice was uh, in seventh period. And I played cornerback at the time at, at DeSoto High School. And I remember telling the coach, one more play, one more play. And so soon as that one play occurred, the receiver had caught the ball Mm -hmm. and I had my head down just a little too low and I had made a hit and I couldn't move nothing from my neck down. So my first words were God be with me, God be with me. Wow. Wow. And everything just got real quiet. So the head coach came up to me, the trainer had came up to me and my first words to him was, Am I gonna be okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corey, you're gonna be just fine. Okay. So, in my mindset, when the ambulance come, I'm gonna get these crutches and I'll be at school the next day. Yeah. So, I asked the ambulance guy the same thing. He said, Yeah, Corey, you're gonna be fine. So it's like, Okay, okay. So, it felt like I got to Parkland within five minutes. That's how fast he was driving. So, I got there. Um, only thing I can remember was my t-shirt being cut open. My face mask off, but the back of my helmet was still on. And I had one football cleat on in my football pants. So I was wondering why the back of my helmet still on. So that was like a concern mm-hmm. to me. So my surgery took nine hours. I woke up and saw myself on Channel 4, the solo football player suffered a spinal cord injury. Oh, my gosh. So that's when tears started to fall. Tears started to fall. I saw my mom and dad crying over there as well when I woke up. And a doctor came in and told me I suffered a C5, C6 spinal cord injury. You have to use a wheelchair for the rest of your life. So my first words were, no. God, why me?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, got chills several times in that. I mean, just as a mother myself, just to receive news like that for your son, for you to receive that and to see it on TV. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, God just went into your life and started working, didn't he?
1: Yes, he did.
0: Yeah, and I know I read, um, you know, when I was uh, doing my research, and I read that like the first year was pretty, pretty tough, like maybe you weren't accepting the reality. Can you kind of walk us through like, those next couple of days? I think it's important, because we're gonna get into where you're at now, but to really appreciate where someone's at in life, okay. especially when you're achieving, like you're achieving right now. Um, we need to, to be aware and never forget where we started because right. you, you work a lot with the youth and teens and and sometimes they they look at the end and, and never at the journey in the beginning. Right. So right, what, what was it like the next year, but maybe the starting with the first couple of days after?
1: Well, from Parkland to Baylor, it's rehab time. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm 16 still. So in my mind, I still want to go back to school. Yes. So they made it possible we had to have an R meeting mm-hmm. where you had to have the principal, mom, dad, your nurse, everybody. And I was the youngest one in Baylor at the time mm-hmm. because my mom wanted to put me in the the kids part of you know, Baylor. Like
0: pediatric, yes. Yeah, that yeah.
1: One. but I was like, no, she said, well, let, let them start over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so with that, I was like, well... I'm back at school, so I want to be normal like everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all kids you do. You know,
1: you're 16. I never got to work. I just yeah. started driving. had my license like two months before oh, I got wow. injured. So doing that, went back to school, made it possible. Um, I treated my nurse bad. You mm-hmm. um, Why? You're just
0: angry at the time? Angry? Well, What were you going through? Accepting it. Mm-hmm
1: like i still want to be normal but i know she had a job to do
0: yes
1: (laughs) so um doing that went through that my sophomore year Mm -hmm. but i was so worried about what people was going to say about me when i got back to school oh Corey, why aren't you walking what happened are you okay and i kind of got tired of that but i knew it was coming
0: i can understand that
1: so um did that went through there and the junior year got better. I didn't have to have a nurse as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but next, it was like, what's my plan B in life? That's mm-hmm. when plan B started kicking in.
0: Okay, that's a great question. What's my plan B? I-, I love it. How did you get that question? Where did that come from? Is it a download from God? Because I certainly believe in those. Sometimes I get a thought, and I'm like, where in the world did that thought come from? Or was it your mom? Where, where did plan B come from?
1: Tim Brown played for the Oakland Raiders. Came wow. to my house to see me. Wow. And he was like, Well, oh, you got a testimony to tell. Why don't you become a motivational speaker? I said, Me? Speaking in front of thousands of people? I said, I don't <laughs> know about that, Mr. Brown. As soon as he left my house, I have a tree that I sit under. And he was like, You know, go out there and, you know, pray on it. So I went out there and prayed on it when he left. I said, God, what's my plan B in life? Become a motivational speaker, spread your testimony to the world.
0: That's
1: beautiful. So after I graduated, I went to Cedar Valley College and took about three or four speech classes.
0: Wow, wow! Some people might just go out there and start recording and talking. You went, you you went and educated yourself first. What gave you that that inclination to to take that route in your Plan B?
1: Well, I used to speak in high school, but you know how you do something you know you're really not comfortable with doing yet.
0: Yes. You so <laughs>
1: yes. you're doing it for fun. Uh huh. So I did that. And um that's what gave me the confidence. Mr. Brown, I prayed on it and God led me to it. And then when my professor at Cedar Valley, he was like, boy, well, you got a gift. Wow. Use it.
0: Wow, do you do you feel like just you know, reflecting back a little bit and I can't wait till we jump into where you're at today, is um, would you you had clearly had a gift for public speaking, motivational speaking. Do you think you would have ended up Speaking, if God hadn't given you this testimony, like do you ever think about about that paradox?
1: Well, everything's on God's timing
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so whatever God say you're supposed to do and follow, yeah, you know, and me taking those speech classes help so now cool, you got to give music yeah yeah football's over with, mm-hmm. you know, but I still bless you to be here
0: mm-hmm
1: so. I want you to do this. This is what I want you to do, Corey.
0: That's beautiful. So, were you were you very faithful before? Were you just as faithful? Have you have you ever had a break in your faith through this testimony? Because I, uh, you know, I personally wasn't raised by believers and have come to to Christ through my hard times. It's when I've hit rock bottoms. Right. What what it what is your faith journey been like through this process? Because a lot of times people get mad at God or or turn away, but you've clearly maintained and leaned mm-hmm. in and and continued being connected
1: well my faith in god I've always been strong but you know being in the in this situation you know i got a lot more closer with him, mm-hmm. and that's fine that's that's fine but uh i had to learn a lot I had to humble myself mm-hmm. um my mom always told me you know people are not gonna care about you in the wheelchair Cause i used to go to the mall with my mom and people don't even open the door for you when you come mm. So the old core back in 2009 wanted to say negative things.
0: Yes, yeah. But the core <laughs> I am the human in us. <laughs> but the
1: core I am today, I to pray for the negativity.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And you and you attribute that to to just your growth and reliance on God. Yes. That's beautiful. Just through this whole process. Yes. Okay. Before we we transition over to where you're at today, I'd love to just hear about your mom.
1: How oh, wow. What
0: was she? What was she like through this process? I mean, clearly a huge. Uh, part of your life? I'd love to know about her.
1: Well, Miss Borner, everybody call her Mama Borner. Small as she can be, but a uh, heart as big as a lion. <laughs> um, I used to have nurses come in and out when I came home and take care of me. Some of them used to just leave. Someone didn't show up, you know, when she used to be at work. Mm-hmm. So she got laid off at Baylor. She used to work at Baylor. And I was like, well, Mama, can you take care of me? Can't nobody do it like you do.
0: Yeah, that's the truth.
1: You know, so ever since then, you know, my mom has been my caretaker. Wow. Um, We spend most of our time together, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, She bathed me, get me up. We go eat together, you name it. I'm just happy.
0: That's beautiful. Nothing nothing greater than the love of a a mother and a son. I love Um, her. Yes. Yeah, that's very, very clear.
1: Never complains. Just but we all have our moments.
0: Of course, that's real life. <laughs> we all have our moments. <laughs> that's real life. But uh, I'm talking about all the good stuff. But that's real
1: life. I'm thankful for. Her. I'm thankful. Oh. My dad works a lot, but he always told me, you know, Corey, don't worry about me. Just make sure your mama good. hmm And ever since then, I have.
0: That is beautiful. Well, she, I'm, she must be so proud. I. Hope yes. to get to meet her one of you these will. days. <laughs> I will. love it.
1: I promise you.
0: I love it. All right. Well, we are going to transition here into hearing more about where Corey is today Uh, Testimony. is powerful. It's beautiful. Um, I'm certain. I'm not even say I hope. I am certain that as that goes across the airwaves, that people's lives are going to be changed. And that will be my prayer and my hope. So stick with us. We'll be right back and, and get into where uh, Corey's making a difference today. Hey guys, I want to take a few seconds to tell you about one of my favorite products. It is Cliff Supply. This is a product that will make your man's beard smell amazing. We all know they love to have these beards these days, but they're a little prickly, can be a little annoying. So at least you could do is make it smell better when it's in your face. So go to the gents place to buy Cliff Supply. We have beard balms, oils, and wash bricks. Well, we are back. For the Love of Dallas with Corey Borner, and I'm just so excited to welcome my co-host um, and partner in life, Ben Davis, here to, you know, really just liven up and dive deep into where you are at right now in life. How did you take your whole testimony, which you just gave us, which was so beautiful and so inspiring, what did you do with it?
1: Well, the words I always use is find a way. Uh, Miss Pam DeVore, she was the Athletic director at the time at DeSoto High School. And she used to come to the hospital all the time and say, Corey, you know, how are you going to get this done? Corey, how are you going to move a leg? Corey, how are you going to get up to go to therapy? Miss Pam, I'm going to find a way how to do it. So, Miss Pam, the board started to put find a way on the wristband, my football number 24, and little Corey, where everybody called me on the wristband. So, when I went back to high school, I used to just hand them out to people over the years, and just tell them, hey, no, find a way how to get through life, find a way. So through the years, uh, I said, well, I've been praying on it. What can I do with find a way? So I talked to my parents, and we just started to start Find A Way Foundation to help others with disabilities, not just football, all around disability, you know, just to help others out and to never give up. You know, you still have a life to live and still be happy and still be normal.
0: That's beautiful. Um, I mean, God gave us a testimony. It is not meant to keep to ourselves and to stay small. And I think you just embody that. And how beautiful is that, that, you know, the athletic director came in day in and day out and spoke life into you. That's what she was doing. She was speaking life and you responded with life. And sometimes we come across people who don't necessarily speak life into us. And that's unfortunate, but, but no reason to stop and, and get derailed. And I'm sure you've come across that just, you know, in your journey, naysayers or, or people are like, no, that's not possible. Trying to limit your beliefs, but wow. What a beautiful woman to come in and, yes. and speak life into you in that way. It's beautiful.
1: Yes, it is. Um, I talk to her all the time. Um, and she, I tell her those three words all the time. She said, Corey, you absolutely right. And so I just smile when she said she just she's amazing. I love Miss Pam.
0: Oh, I love that. It reminds me of a book that we both read, which was op- the obstacle is the way. Yes. Brian Holiday. Yes. I believe. I that's it. when I was reading about you and thinking about you and hearing your testimony, that's what I thought because he talks about the obstacle is the way. It's not right. the block in the road. It's find a way. You go under, through, above. You can't if you can't move right. the rock, you go to the right, you go to the left, but it remains. I will find a way. Yes. So tell, tell us more um, about what you're doing with your organization. So when you're supporting people with disabilities, is that with um, scholarships or uh, events? Or t- just tell us a little bit more about kind of your organization, what you do day to day with it.
1: Well, we're still just getting started with it. So, you know, taking, of course, donations and, you know, still letting people know about my testimony, what I'm doing with, you no know, Find A Way Foundation so I can help, others with disabilities you know with shoes made for school or you know something you know that whatever they need if possible you know whatever they ask for i can try our best to get it you know for them because i want to see them smiling whatever it is
0: that's beautiful i also read that you um uh put on youth football camps are you still involved um with that
1: Yes, since COVID has got a little better, thank, thank God. <laughs> yes, thank God. I can do more with the Corey Borner football camp at DeSoto High School that I have maybe at the end of May or beginning of June.
0: That's awesome. So um, when when you didn't have it and or you've interacted with teens, right, because you were injured as a teen at the, what would say, prime of your life, 16, and especially for a young man, right? Like you said, you've just gotten your license. I yes. mean, freedom was right there. Yes. And then seemingly in this earthly world, um, it was taken from you, but spiritually, you know, you, you are, were taken to the next level nothing was taken from you. Um, what have been some of your interactions with teens? Like how have you, um, influenced life? Do you have any stories or any memorable people that you have made an impact on? You could tell us about?
1: Well, you know, when I was on my feet at 16, you know, some things, you know, God get your attention. He'll slow you down in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you just can't, you can't forget about him. And I had to learn that as well. But um, well, I tell teens, you know, be good to your parents. Tell them you love them every day. Tell them you appreciate them, you know, because people don't have to do nothing for you in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be thankful and grateful for everything that you get and, um, or be around Uh, Like football players that wear my wristbands, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, it means a lot to me that they wear it because they don't have to, but they do. So I'm thankful for that. So me speaking to teens and little kids, uh, stay positive and stay motivated. I know the organization
2: is relatively new, but thinking about the next three, four, five years, like what are some big goals that you have? What do you want to accomplish? What are your priorities? What do you
1: want to do next? just to make sure whoever knows about find a way foundation that that's a good organization they took care of my family Uh, they came by and prayed with us talked to us as long as i'm remembered in a good positive way i thank god for that Mm -hmm.
2: it's an incredible story um just hearing you earlier i think about our son that's 16 years old and we have one that's 15 years old Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine experiencing that and also being where you are and taking something and, and making something relatively bad, what the world would per- perceive as bad and, and taking it to this level. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that because Thank you. absolutely. And these kids that think something bad is going on in their life, you have a testimony to say, if, if I can turn this around, you can turn that around. Right. Right. And it's a beautiful message. You know, this show is about involving our audience and we don't know if one person's watching or a million people, but as you probably have realized, one person in your life can change everything. And so even if one person is hearing this and saying, I want to help, how can our audience help? It's about involving them. Is it money? Is it time? Do you have any events coming up? Anything that we can help, uh, help you do to make your organization better?
1: Well, every year, the, the mayor bless me with my own day in DeSoto. I have a Corey Borner Day.
0: Awesome. Wow. My own day. And I know, right? Now yeah, but, that's great. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I never would have thought I had my own day. That's right. I, yeah. I tell my
1: publishers that too. I'm like, what, me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Cory Borner Day is on September the 7th, but it's always celebrated on a Saturday, whatever Saturday it is. And I also have uh, the website, findaway.com. Go in there and look. Read my stories and the donate button is on there. All that good stuff.
0: That's awesome. So findaway.com. Mm-hmm. I would say get on there, let's donate and help him get the resources so that he can donate his time more, so he can elevate, elevate his story. This is a story that I need, not I want. I need my teenage boys to hear Mm -hmm. because life can feel so permanent in moments right that could have felt and in your situation it is earthly relatively permanent or one would perceive it as permanent i know that's not how you think about it but that's how how you start out and we know everything is temporary even something as being paralyzed can seem permanent we know is temporary because you went from being fully paralyzed to not so much i've seen you drink your own water. I've seen you move your own mic. I'm seeing you do things that don't fit paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just beautiful to see that. And and you would want our, our teenage boys and all teenage boys and girls too. Um, but boys sometimes get a little macho, right? You know, I don't need help. I mean, I can only imagine you went through that because I could see how my boys would go through it. And, and you, and you found a way and now you're getting to show the way to others. You found it for yourself and now you're going and showing others. And I just feel so blessed that we got to have this amazing conversation with you and, and be a conduit for you, uh, to continue to find a way to bless your organization. Um, I can't wait to see how far you take this. I know it's going to be beyond all of our expectations. You're an overcomer. You're an expectation breaker. Um, and it's just been a privilege to, to sit with you.
2: Thank you. Absolutely. And,
0: And I would love to, okay. So for the last little bit of our, our show here, um, I think it's just so important right now with, teenage suicide up mental illness mental health because that's that's what someone cannot be paralyzed physically but can be paralyzed mentally true right we know this so what do you want to say can you just give our teens out there maybe just a last message of encouragement that that they can be left with and and we'll we'll end on that beautiful note
1: okay just stay positive and, and keep god first um i say that a lot because nothing's possible without him and with faith all things are possible so you lean on god and god gonna lean on your back so and you just continue to let god lead because god has the last say so and continue to find a way
0: well that's just beautiful i love it it's so simple it's not easy but it's simple and that's what makes it beautiful Um, find a way god is the way you heard it here i mean show me another way but i haven't seen one this one's really compelling thank you i hope you will show this to your teenagers i hope you will spread this far and wide corey borner is an overcomer and he has found a way for the love of dallas is going to do big things great things and we're going to highlight people like corey so thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time